Hey everyone, this is Tony. And this is David. And, and we're, we're Two, two dudes, dudes Talking Disney. Disney. Hope everybody's doing well. It's been a while since we chatted with you. Uh, we've been traveling to Disney World. Uh, David's been out of state for, I don't know, uh, eight out of the last ten weeks, it Easily, seems like. Easily, yeah. A lot of, lot of frequent flyer miles racked up. Right. Tenth anniversary trip, trip to Disney World, uh, oh. Key West. Yeah. Granada. Granada, 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 whatever, whatever. The Isle of Spice, as the people call it there. Excellent. You are spicy. I am. So uh, what do we have on tap for today? So uh, we got a list, and uh, we're going to hit our list. The big topic, I guess you'd say, is we're going to talk a little bit about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. That'd probably be the main event, which we both uh, undertook. Uh, But I think uh, first, Tone, there's a couple of movie trailers that have dropped. And uh, you know me, I am not a fan of the remake but this is a sequel. It is. Uh, so the first look at Mary Poppins with Emily Blunt. What are your initial thoughts? Go. Uh, I like to refer to it as the Supercalifragile Super sequel. Okay. Uh, it looks pretty good. You know, how can you go wrong? You're right. It's not a remake. It is uh, additional stories relating to Mary Poppins. Uh, the actual book series by P.L. Travers was a series of eight books. So there are plenty of Mary Poppins adventures and stories to relate. Um, it looks like she's with the, the, the kids all grown up, the darling children and, and their uh, kids and their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not a big fan of Lynn Manuel Miranda, Okay, uh, but you know, did Dick, you guys get into a beef in high school or no, just, I, I don't know. He just kind of rubs me the wrong okay. way, uh, but Dick Van Dyke's in it, which is yes, cool. That was, uh, I'm kind of amazingly Andrews doesn't at least make an appearance, I, but I would, I would be surprised if she did not. Yeah. It's just, just not being somebody, publicized. Yeah. That's what I figured. Uh, as you know, Mary Poppins, as most of you may know, is uh, my wife's favorite Disney movie. Oh, it is. I didn't so, know that. Yes, and Mary was the first character that Amelia met because of that. So uh, I'm very excited to looking forward to going to see it. Uh, will, will you be upset if it is not good? And do you think I mean, Katie will be upset? The problem is I'm one of those people where I don't think any movies are ever bad. Except for The Night Before Christmas. I cannot get into that. Really? Yeah, I'm like the only Disney fan that hates that movie. Okay. But... um. I really enjoy watching movies. So even a, a bad movie, I, I usually think is good. I've I've sat through some pretty bad movies. So, okay. Uh, two bad movies. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Sat through with Jim McGuire. Okay. Um, and the only movie I've almost ever walked out on, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I love Mel Brooks. But I'm, I could not I agree with you. That's one of his worst. But I actually did walk out of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Did you really? Yes, I wow. did. Because I that's, just, that's I, like sacrilege. I couldn't get into it. Well, you might have to lose your seat on the show here. I know. It's bad, isn't it? And I, I'm like embarrassed. When we I'm, go to, I'm, I'm fine with it. Right. When we get to the not-so-scary Halloween party part, I'll talk like I'm embarrassed. That, right. You know. Right. So uh, that one dropped. And then the big one, which is their first look at uh, Captain Marvel. Which I didn't even know the trailer was dropping. Yeah. Uh, the, way, the way Disney's been doing things recently... They've been dropping trailers uh, on shows. Good Morning America. Mary Poppins dropped on Good Morning America. But what they did with Star Wars and Avengers, I believe, is they dropped trailers during Monday Night Football. Um, Yeah, Solo was... um, Yes, you're right. I was thinking Toy Story Land. That was Good Morning America, but yeah. Yeah, so I thought that would have been like a Good Morning... It would have been a Monday Night Football thing, wider audience. Uh, But I woke up uh, Tuesday, went to work, and all of a sudden I see this trailer. You know, Captain Marvel's been been released. Uh, I'm personally excited for it. I'm pumped. Uh, it goes back to the 90s. My comic book collection up a couple dollars. Right. Uh, for those of you who have not yet seen the trailer, we'll throw a link up on our page. Of that and Mary. Yes. Yeah, we got to be fair. Right. We will throw Mary yeah. out there as well. Um, Captain Marvel is supposed to be the, the, the most powerful of all the superheroes. Uh, 
even though she's been around since you know the mid to late nineties. Right. Question is, where has she been for the past twenty years? Correct. Uh, if Thanos was so, this Thanos event was so powerful and and warranted that Nick Fury contact her. Why didn't he contact her when Earth was invaded during the first Avengers? She was probably with Thor during uh, winter, or Civil War. That's what it was. <laughs> Could be. They were at a bar. Right. Um, yeah, I'm pumped for it. You know, uh, And it's funny because Captain Marvel, like you said, it goes back to the 90s. Uh, Carol Danvers goes back a little farther. Uh, she was Miss Marvel originally in the right. comics, and then... Uh, you know, in the '90s, she moved into the Captain Marvel. She got she got promoted. Geek alert! Because yeah, she's actually gone through a couple of different iterations. Correct. There's she been was a, f- a character named Binary for a while. There's and- a bunch of them. So, uh, this is her Captain Marvel again. My Avenging Spider-Man nine or ten, just uh, valued up a little bit there. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting tie-in. The thing I love the most was the the biggest cameo in the entire trailer, which was Blockbuster Video. That right. brought us that brought us right back to the night. Yeah. Uh, for me, that was high school. Tony was still in his 40s. In, I was in the 90s. So I was. Uh, uh, interesting to see Nick Fury with two eyes. Two eyes and a little uh, younger. Young Phil Coulson. Yes, young Phil Coulson. So uh, the movie is set in the 90s, as we know. Uh, but there is supposed to be some tie-ins to the Avengers towards the end. Right. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. We only have to wait until March. Correct. Not that, not that far away. So, and we'll probably cover this again on our big movie yeah, extravaganza, the big uh, movie in, show uh, in January. Which hopefully that's not the next show we do. It's probably at the rate we're going, it should be. <laughs> By the time we publish this one, it'll be. Did you guys go see Captain Marvel last week? <laughs> so, uh, so that's the big movie news. And um, there's been some other news coming out of Disney with related to. Oh well, well hold on, wait a second. While we're talking movies, movies. Uh, and and Marvel Entertainment Disney is also going to be premiering in 2019 oh, yes. their streaming service, and it was announced uh, earlier today that uh, possibly uh, Loki and Scarlet Witch will be getting their own six to eight episode series, probably kind of like they're doing on Netflix, a mini series. Um, but uh, very interesting the the new Disney Channel, which is supposed to be priced at lower at a lower price point than Netflix. Will have original programming as well as Disney's uh, back catalog of movies. Um, there is a Star Wars show coming. There is. Yeah. I was just going to say that John Favreau, uh, director of Iron Man one and two, as well as Disney's Jungle Book and Star of Disney's of, Jungle Book two, star of one of my favorite movies, Couples Retreat. Yeah, uh, that's a non-Disney movie. It's a non-Disney movie, but still, uh, it's one of my favorites. Take the French out of your mouth and get some guns. It's time to kill some fish. It's uh, one of the best I'll lines in ever in a movie. movie. All right, duly noted. <laughs> Uh, but John Favreau is going to be directing. I believe it's a ten episode, uh, ten episode show. Star Wars spinoff. Star Wars at a cost of a hundred, a hundred million dollars. Yes. Yeah, so they, they're they, they're definitely putting some money. I say they it. opened the checkbook on that one. Right. Yeah. So that'll that'll be interesting, uh, and we'll have more news about that as as there are more definitive, uh, more definitive information on the channel. And um, so now we're going to jump to what I'm going to call our news of the weird. All right. So uh, one one big topic right now uh, floating around the world is. Literally, no pun intended. The use of plastic straws uh, is killing every baby sea turtle in the known universe. So Disney, along with many other resorts, large companies, fast food chains, is eliminating their plastic straws and plastic lids on their drink containers. Did you encounter this, Tony, when you went? You know, the funny thing is they announced it, and it was supposed to be like, immediate, we are getting rid of all plastic straws and lids. And every restaurant we went into, uh, especially a lot of them were third-party restaurants like Chicken Guy, uh, you know, there were plenty of lids, plenty of straws. Uh, even in the parks, you, yeah. know, you could get a, a straw or a lid. I um, 
I don't know. I think first of all, I think it's a it's it's pretty funny. Like wow, well, again, just going to Key West, which is obviously very environmentally. All the bars now are selling two dollars steel straws. Nice. That are, you know, with their logo on it, and I have a drawer full of them from mm-hmm. my Key West trip. Oh, that that's an underlying issue of a whole other problem. I just but, I just want to be walking down Main Street one day, and you know, some guy like as I'm walking past one of the alleyways where they do the silhouettes, <laughs> you know, this guy's gonna be like, Psst, kid, come here," and I'm gonna look over at him. He's gonna have his trench coat on. He's gonna open it up, and he's gonna be like. You want to buy a straw? Or you'd be like, can I have a medium lid? You know, <laughs> Sorry, pal, I only got largest darn. But uh, yeah, so with that, Disney is eliminating plastic straws and plastic lids God, to, environmentally to friendly. save the environment. They've also announced a new partnership with Ziploc to provide Ziploc bags, plastic Ziploc bags, to secure your valuables in, to get it, keep them from getting wet on Splash Mountain. And plastic Ziploc bags for the KidCot Fun Stops. So they've eliminated the plastic on the top of your beverage, which you have to carry on a tray and balance through the restaurant. Right. To give you a Ziploc bag when you go on a water ride that couldn't even hold a cell phone. Which is probably a lot more plastic than, uh, yeah. you know, six lids. Yes. Um, but, you know, uh, the, the big thing is uh, Ziploc is, is not only just providing they're actually now the official sponsor of Splash Mountain. Correct. So in, in a day and age where Disney has lost a ton of corporate sponsorship, you know, Siemens is pulling out, uh, which we'll get into the whole uh, announcement that Illuminations is leaving. Siemens was a big sponsor of Illuminations yes. as well as the, uh, uh, you know, uh, now you're laughing at the table across from me. I'm I sorry. My, uh, uh, my yeah, but- straight. Over the years, a lot of the sponsors have pulled out. Right, they've I mean, left as, as the economy has tanked. Uh, so it's nice to see that Ziploc is stepping up and, and bringing some uh, funds into the park. Um, but funny, you know, as you say, that here we go, we're, we're, we're going being against right. everything they said. Now, that was supposed to be announced last month, but they did hold off because of the, the straw announcement. Correct. The bags started today, yep. which is today is September 19th. We're recording this show. So the now bags... We are- Oh, this, will be, this will be up later time. time. So the, the bags have been uh, available for a day. They're only going to be first come, first serve. They're not unlimited. Uh, and uh, they will have a recycling station at the end of the ride. Uh, so you have the option to either take the bag home as a souvenir or uh, put it recycling. Yes. So, so off of news to the weird, uh, a little bit about there's been some uh, rumors going around the Walt Disney Resort of some cost-saving cuts, as they're calling them, or cost-saving measures. Uh, and, they, and they range around the the parks. And, uh, the things that they've noted is that uh, being moved to seasonal status. So the, the uh, train out to Rafiki's Planet Watch, the meet and greet with some of the characters out there, the vet clinic will be seasonal. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping the vet clinic uh, operates year-round, and it's just that they won't be bringing people, people out there seasonally. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it does. I'm right. sure. Right. But, um, and, you know, for a little while, there was a really strong rumor of that getting a, a – Reimagining as a Zootopia themed thing. Uh, when you figure, for those of you who are familiar with the movie, you know, Judy Hopps took the train to Zootopia, so that was kind of going to be like the theme, like you took a train. So they moving over to Hollywood Studios now. The Star-Lord and Groot meet and greet is uh, is officially closing. Uh, that's in the back of One Man's Dream. Uh, is it still One Man's Dream? It is. Yeah, Man's still Man's One Dream. Man's Dream. Uh, so that'll, they'll be closing. Uh, the Magic Kingdom, we'll see Captain Jack Sparrow's uh, stage show go. The captain is setting sail. Shortly, uh, but probably the most uh, outraged of it was the announcement of another cut to the Citizens of Hollywood. And uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, who we're talking about, those are the street performers or the street atmosphere that you meet and upon entering Hollywood Studios. Um, 
some of the performers were contracts were not renewed. Uh, I, was, I believe it was about four or five of them that were not renewed, and there's been no announcement if they're going to hire more, just that they did not renew some of the uh, the, the longstanding uh, citizens. Right, and for some of them, I'm sure that an opportunity around the park with the opening of, of Galaxy's Edge uh, you know, will come about, although that's a year away. Um, but it, it just seems like uh, you know, if I, if I were the Jaminators, uh, I, I would be a little worried. Uh, because Disney has been getting rid of over the past year and a half, a lot of their, I, I don't want their their little niche yeah. like acts. You know, yep. they got rid of the the uh, off kilter. They got rid the, of off kilter. They got rid of the candy lady yep. and Mizuki who retired. Uh, they got rid of the uh, the acrobats who used to do their little thing uh, in Epcot yep. over by the fountain. Um, you know, they got rid of the. Uh, improv group that used to work in uh, the UK in Epcot mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of those performers used to pull double duty because they were the they worked at the improv club in Pleasure Island as well as the Eaters club so it just seems like you know they're getting rid of a lot of these little little nuances like little things that made the park unique right and I, I think especially with you know with uh, Hollywood Studios the streetmosphere was they made it. I mean, you came into, you know, again, I, I, you know, you know my love for Hollywood Studios and you walk in and there was that sign, you know, this is a Hollywood that never was and always will be. And and they made that, you know, they're the reason it was like that. And I, uh, you know, as you know, I have some personal connections to some of the citizens of Hollywood. So it does, I was a little nervous when I saw some were getting cut, but, uh, you know, I, I do hope that they don't get rid of one day. I hope it's not one of the things you talk about, that they used to have that was that was something fun because I like it and the kids right. like it very entertaining, you know they're they're funny they're they're a good time when they go through the park. So yeah, the the tough thing though is as as we're getting older, you know a lot of these kids don't understand the the connection to some of the characters, you know because they're based on on starlets and stuff from the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and and these kids don't get it. You know if it's not Drake or Kim Kardashian, you know they have no idea who like Nora Desmond was or like. Uh, you know, when the casting director comes out and he's got his monocle, monocle and his beret and his, yep, and his yep. vest and the, the, the riding pants, you know, they just, they don't get it because right. that's, that's something they never experienced. So for us, it's kind of nostalgic for them. It's just like craziness. Right, right. They, they you know, so that's uh, some of the cuts being made. Another uh, cut coming up in the Magic Kingdom is the end of the Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It parade. Uh, so what time is the three o'clock parade? Jeez, it depends. Yes. So uh, the, they announced recently that the parade will be ending uh, soon, but not too soon. So if you're headed down in the next couple of months, you still have a chance, and it will be immediately replaced with a new parade. So uh, that, that's that's something good. You know, I mean, as we all know, from time to time, the parades change. I'm still upset they don't have a nighttime parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the electric light parade was, was always something I loved watching. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know. What do you think, Tony? you think that... It's time for Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It to Move It, Shake It, and Celebrate It somewhere else? It's uh, It's been around, I think, for nine or ten years now. And, you know, everything needs to be refreshed. Right. And speaking of refreshing... Yes. Um, they are going to refresh uh, the nighttime entertainment over in Epcot. Yes, which is thank also, God. It was also announced that Illuminations, uh, or it by its official name, Illuminations Reflections of Earth, is going to be uh, replaced at some point next summer. Uh, second half of the year. There is no official closing date yet, but um, it is on for almost 20 years. Yep. It will be 20 years next year. It was brought around. But that's time. that's 20 years, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. Illuminations is much older. Uh, they, they switched it to that Reflections of Earth show the about 20 years ago. Yeah, so. right. um, 
Now, personally, I was a bigger fan of uh, Tapestry of Nations and Tapestry of Dreams, which usually preceded uh, Illuminations. Yep. Uh, those shows were around during the uh, Millennium Celebration and then for a few years after that, and they've been gone since 2004. Uh, but, you know, my, the, the big thing that remains and that I'm still a big fan of is at the beginning of Illuminations, uh, when the voice comes on and tells you it's about to start, and then you hear the... And they blow out they blow all, all the torches yep. around the uh, around the the lake there, the lagoon. Uh, it's pretty cool. And one thing I found out when I was researching the show uh, is is that the uh, around the lake there are nineteen torches, and the nineteen torches because we're celebrating the two millennium two millennia of Earth of, of you know since we've we're now in the 21st century yep each one of those torches represents a different century okay and the 20th century is represented by the globe in the center of the show when it opens up and the fireball comes out that is the 20th torch which symbolizes uh, the shared life and land that we all as humankind have which you know, it's kind of no hokey. one cares about, but we just could see it's the big fireball. Hokey, but it, it was it was pretty interesting to see that you know even that level of detail. Yep, you don't realize that you know how many torches there the, are right. or what the reason is, and you know fire is life, and that's that's kind of uh, you know where that came from. It's kind of a central theme in my life too, so, right? <laughs> so it's, you like to put them out, yes. There. So it's uh, well, you get paid to put them out. You don't like to put them right. Out. Um, so, I uh, I was never a fan of Illuminations. I think no. out of all the, the fireworks shows I've seen at Disney over the years, I, I just was never a fan of it. Uh, to me, it was a good time to jump on some of the larger mm-hmm. ticketed rides, but right. you know, uh, I I would I would not stay to watch it. I never really cared for it. So to me, I'm happy to see it go. It'll be interesting. You know, they're, they'll bring something in. Right. It will be spectacular. Yep. Uh, rumor is it's a drone. There's gonna be some, yeah, drones. Be some drones. You know, they're involved. big on drones, and uh, which makes sense because right. a couple of years ago they did the uh, Christmas show. Yes, which with the drones. A couple hundred drones involved, and uh, the drone stuff is is amazing. It's amazing. It is. It's like you know, this is awesome technology. Let's play with it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. All right. Uh, and as much as they're getting rid of stuff, they did announce uh, there's going to be a new ride in Epcot in the UK, supposedly a. a Mary Poppins flat ride, yes. whatever they're calling it, some type of spinner. Some type of spinner. No one knows if it's going to be like a Dumbo type ride or yes. a merry go round, which makes sense because there was a merry go round in, uh, in in Mary Poppins. In Mary Poppins, yeah. So I was actually I was actually learning the other day. So you know, a carousel is a carousel, but the Dumbo ride is called an aerial carousel, and I never made the correlation. And when I heard it, I was kind of like, oh yeah, duh. Right. So rumor is it's going to be a carousel or an aerial carousel. So over there in the. Uh, Area of the UK, right? It's going to take out the stand and yep. the uh, uh, garden maze. Yeah, which uh, I'll tell you though, you go to Epcot right now, man. Construction, you know, as you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy building is looming over the park, yeah. and so the, the Ratatouille building is looming over too. So uh, a lot of construction, and we won't even address the rumor of a new land. In yeah, Epcot there's a rumor of a new land coming out. Too uh, new. So on to the main event. Main event. Main so event. Two, ding, actually, ding, two ding, main ding. events. So David and I both were in. Uh, Walt Disney World in the month of August, separate trips. We didn't travel together. We're, we're not allowed to be yeah, in the parks. There's together. the rule. Um, it's the unwritten rule so that the show continues if one of us goes down in a plane. Correct. And uh, <laughs> David was out there first. All, all six people will be weeping. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we both took a took a look at the new Toy Story Land and Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So 
probably start first with Toy Story Land. Go for it, Tone. And, uh, well, um, the girls and I went to Toy Story Land uh, September 2nd. Yep. Uh, we got in uh, at the time uh, resort guests were being allowed in uh, extra early. It wasn't an extra You have extra to pay extra, morning right? Hours. No, we, we got in while they were still doing uh, early entry yep. free. Uh, now it's a paid yes, extra like magic hours type of deal. I'll tell you, we also went in for the early entry, and I was actually shocked at how little people were back there the mm-hmm. day we went. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it changes day to day, but right. Uh, I, how was the crowd level when you were back there? It was it was pretty packed. Uh, we got there. The park was. We, we thought it was opening at seven, so we showed up about ten of. We got to the park. We were probably already ten ten deep in each entry queue. Uh, about 7.15, they let us into the park. They walked us halfway down uh, down the main street there, down Hollywood Boulevard. Yep. And uh, they held us up there, uh, almost at the point where the old ride board was, where you turn right to go to uh, Tower of Terror and uh, Roller Coaster. And they held us there for a while. And then eventually they brought us in an orderly fashion uh, to Toy Story Land. And we had, a, I want to say, a minimal, maybe 10-minute wait to get on Slinky Dog. Uh, so we rode Slinky Dog, and then we went over to the Slinky Dog impression. Okay, go ahead. What do you? What'd you think? What'd oh, you, yeah. I, I thought you were going to do an impression of Slinky no, 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 Dog. No, no, no. What, what was your impression? My of? thoughts. Um, I liked it. Very, it's, uh, very smooth. I thought very smooth. Uh, a lot more intense than the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, I would say more intense than Seven Dwarfs. Not as intense as Thunder Mountain. Okay. Would you yeah, agree? I would agree. Not okay. as Thunder Mountain has some larger yes. drops. So. I would say more intense than Goofy's Barnstormer, but Definitely less intense than Rock and Roller Coaster. Yes. Yeah. Put it right in there. I, I would. I would agree with yeah, you. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I would. I would rank it in terms of intensity right above Seven Dwarves. Yeah. Uh, Mine Train, but right less than Thunder Mountain. Very good theming. I like the launches. They were pretty. Mm-hmm. They were. You know. They were pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, we, the queue, the queue is amazing. Queue is really cool. A lot of detail, especially yes. if you're one of those people like us where you you really like the detail of a Disney ride. That's a a queue that you could pick a lot of little like oh I I see that or oh like right you know. the, there were a couple points where I was upset that the line was moving forward Could, right, because I yep. wanted to look at something in the queue and uh, the the thing that I find interesting about it is Disney generally themes all of their rides so Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. There's theming around it. You're you're in the mine. Correct. You're around the mine. So there's a lot of rock work. You don't really see the track. Uh, but Slinky Dog Dash, because it's supposed to be in in Andy's backyard, Correct. and and this is essentially you know you've been shrunk down to the size of a toy, and you know this is Andy putting together a a roller coaster set in his backyard and using Slinky Dog as the car. So it's very it's very raw. Yes. Like you yep. see track and pylons holding it up. And, and, that's, that's, and that's I, I think like one of the coolest things was if you look at the there's a the box you know because mm-hmm. again you're like you said right, it tells how many pieces are and in it there. tells you how many pieces and that's the actual number of pieces that they made to make the ride like right. I mean that's you know and again that's the detailing yep. that we love yeah so I, I agree I, I was a big fan of Slinky Dog uh, moving over moving did, to did a, the baby ride it? Uh, she did not did she meet chicken, the height requirement yes chickened out at the last okay. minute okay um, moving over to the ride she did go on which is the Alien Swirling Saucer. Uh, I won't tell you the abbreviation. Right. Um, I, 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 very cute. Uh, you know, not. I don't think it's as intense as the teacups by any means. Uh, no, because you don't really you, spin. Right. It's more of a whipping, if right. you will. Uh, right. But but not anything. You know, when when we went on it, we had the the baby in the middle, and there was never a point where you would like crush her. It wasn't like like 
whipping like that, but a, right. a lot of fun, especially mm-hmm. for the little ones. You know, she was laughing the whole time. Right. Yeah. We we went over there uh, after we got off Slinky Dog. By the time we got off Slinky Dog, the wait was probably about thirty minutes uh, for those who were in line, and we went to Slinky Dog. Of course, the second. There are, there are two Slinky Dogs, much like we have the Dueling Dumbos. There yep. are two Slinky Dog rides, so they're loading one while the other one's in progress and flipping, you know, switching off. Uh, and the second one was down. So the line, the queue was a little longer uh, than it would have been because they just didn't, they couldn't push the capacity through. Uh, but, you know, I agree with you. A fun ride. Uh, lots of whipping around. Uh, and it just, it made us, it, we giggled. Right. You, you know, Cheryl and I rode together while the girls were um, in another car. Not much, uh, not much shade. No. You know, very, very short queue area, mm-hmm. um, which one thing, you know, we, we were there beginning of August, mid-August, and it was, you know, sun beating down, uh, not much shade anywhere in the land, really. There's really not, you know, there's no store, uh, there's no, you know, even there are merchandise carts. Right, there's carts, but there's no place, you know, uh, from the, the early previews to now, they have put a lot of umbrellas up, mm-hmm. so. The dining area had a lot of umbrellas, I yes. was saying. Uh, we we did eat at Andy's lunchbox. We did not. Yeah, uh, we had the toaster pastry, and uh, we had a. So we were there for breakfast, and we also had a turkey and Swiss uh, breakfast sandwich, which was uh, very good. Um, From what I have heard, everyone has been complimenting the food. They did mm-hmm. already remove one food item. Uh, that was the. I want to say Monte Cristo, but I might be wrong. Okay. There was a sandwich that was there that's already been removed. Uh, I, I you know must not have been selling. The parking right. has only been up a couple months, but they they removed that. Right. So, uh, but other than that, the the initial reports of the food out of the land are very good. Okay. So and uh, after we had breakfast, we we shot over to Toy Story Midway Mania. Yes. Which uh, already existed, but they did now uh, change the entrance to the back side of the building. It's sad to see Pixar Place like gone. Right. There you is know, no like more. That's, that's going to be yeah. It's going to be backstage. Right. And uh, they did add a third track as well yes. to Toy Story, uh, Midway, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. Yep. And, uh, you know, that, that didn't change. Um, the queue was cute. Yep. Uh, Mr. Potato Head is still there. Right. Uh, the whole land itself, uh, very well-themed. You know, it is like you're stepping into Andy's backyard. Bigger than I thought. It looked a lot smaller. It's longer. It's longer. It's, longer. it's like long. It's, yes, it's, 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 it's long a long walk in. If you're uh, if you're walking into the land and you need to use the restroom, the restroom is in the very back. Yes, and it's it's a it's a long but there walk. is a restroom right at the front. In fairness to that, there is, and right uh, the, a lot of people don't see that. Right, and it's it's just if you where you would have walked straight to go to the thing that kind of Toy amazed Story. me was the the walk from if you will like when you turn the corner to One Man's Dream to where you see the you know sign that says Toy Story Land is a pretty good distance. It is. I mean, you know, I, I was actually kind of like, you turn the corner. I mean, Pandora had more camouflage, if you will, mm-hmm. like to get you there. But from like Tiffin's to you're in Pandora is not is a bridge, you know, a right. short bridge where right. this was, you know, a, a pretty good distance. I, it's one thing. Uh, there's also the magical second entrance to Toy Story Land, which um, if you if you go down to where Alien Swirling Saucer is, you'll see a the, the same toy, Welcome to Toy Story Land sign, but you see the back of it because that will be the entrance from... Uh, Black Spire. Right. So, you know, that there'll be 
uh, a pass-through. And for those of you who don't know, Black Spire is the name of the uh, outpost in Galaxy's Edge, also known as Star Wars Land. A.K.A. Star Wars Land, um, a.k.a. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is uh, it is visible from Andy's backyard. And if you're on... Which is every little kid's dream. If you dog dash, you, you can see the, the work being done. They're doing rock work yeah, now. Yeah, you can actually see a couple spaceships. Completed uh, one of the... It looks like a Imperial transport yeah, or something kind of like transport. that. Uh, and, you know, Disney does a good job of, of hiding, uh, you know, the transition from land to land. Yes. And I guess the concept is of why you can see all of this from uh, Toy Story Land is that those are Andy's Star Wars toys. Yes. So the you know there is a story behind it. It's not that just it's not that Disney has just not done decided. It yeah, they, they it's not like they threw in. The, well, in a way, maybe they were like, "How do we hide?" And somebody went, "You know what? Andy Star Wars toys." To me. Right. And they were like, "Good call, pal. Good right. call." Uh, and Star Wars Land's going to be pretty big because it goes all the way from the uh, that back end of Toy Story Land, and there's an entrance over in the Avenues of the Americas yes. as you. Uh, so I mean, if you, if you remember the old park, it takes up the whole back lot, right? You know and. What used to be the stunt show and Catastrophe Canyon, yep. uh, part of a little bit of Catastrophe Canyon is yep. Toy Story Land, uh, but the whole stunt show area, which was pretty big, yes, uh, yep. is is all Star Wars, all Star Wars Land Wars. and some of the avenues uh, of the Americas yes. uh, section. So that's that's going to be big. Um, I really like the the popsicle benches, the domino the, yeah, benches. Yeah, the, the theming, like you said, the, was just you the know big cootie bugs, barrel of monkeys everywhere. The, and and if you enjoy it, connects. First, First, right connects fences. Yep. Uh, and if you enjoy it first thing in the morning, you need to go back at night. Yes. Because at I, night it is it is visually stunning. We um you know it's actually funny because we we had fast passes for first thing in the morning, and a night or two before our fast passes, I happened to see a Toy Story Mania uh, fast pass. So I got it, and I still my wife. I, I kind of got it now because I want to go over there at night. And right. like you said, we were you know. We're really happy we went over at night mm-hmm. because it is, you know, much better. Yeah, the the you mentioned the whole queue for uh, the alien uh, saucer swirl, uh, and at night the bu- there's a giant Buzz Lightyear and he's all lit up, and there's uh, you know some neon around the li- the ride, and then the Christmas lights that Andy, Andy has strung, uh, really really cool. Yes, so definitely want to go there at night. Um, Kind of turns the park into not a half day thing anymore Correct. because it used to be you know let's get over to Hollywood Studios first thing in the morning and we really don't want to see Fantasmic because once again there's another twenty year old show but there's no we don't need to stay at night so you know we'll go to downtown I'm sorry we'll go to Disney Springs or we'll go over to Animal Kingdom or we'll go to Magic Kingdom or we'll do something the second half of the day now if you want to get to Toy Story Land first thing in the morning you really want to go back at night correct I'm with you on that one all right so a big thumbs up. It's a Toy Story, Toy Story Land. Land. Yeah, good. Uh, and then the second part of our trip. So Dave was there the first night. Yes. Of Mickey's not so very scary Halloween. Very party. very crowded. Yeah, uh, um, as as you would expect. Yep, for the first um, night. Very funny to think that April. I'm sorry, August 17th yep. is the first night of the Halloween party. I mean, I've it's been like that for a long time though, because uh, so you know, Katie and I had our 10 year anniversary. We went to no shot, no surprise. We went to Disney on our honeymoon, and the last night of our honeymoon, which was you know end of August. We went to uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, so you know it's been running this early for a very long period of time now. Which makes sense because pumpkin spice stuff is right. It's already, already out. I mean, so. and it's funny. I, I always tell people when we were young, we used to go to Disney for Halloween, and the reason why was nobody was there. It was right. not. You know, I remember we. I, you know, we used to go down. I remember trick or treating around the park, around the hotel, and nobody was there. You know, uh, because. 
they didn't do anything back then. You know, in the, in the back in the eighties when we were kids, right? Uh, you know, so it's I, I, back in the eighties. I think I was still in my forties. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it is. It, it's a good time. It's one of the the two special ticketed events in the Magic Kingdom to celebrate a, a season. Uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, and then with Mickey's very merry Christmas party in the right after, uh, which is actually one of the more for those of you who are into the Disney. Uh, magic, if you will, one of the most fascinating things is you go to bed on Halloween. On you know October thirty first, you go to bed. In November first, you wake up. It's Christmas in the Magic Kingdom, and it's uh, you know. Although usually there's like a Halloween party actually on the first. They do yeah, like thirty like first like and a, the first, and then the next day. It's amazing. You know the, the work they do. It's almost like the transition if you go on Thanksgiving weekend. Correct. Uh, because up until Thanksgiving, Disney is just decorated mostly for the fall. Right. So lots of corn stalks, lots of pumpkins, cornucopia, but you wake up the the you know right after Thanksgiving and all you of know, a sudden happened? there's a there's a 75 foot Christmas tree in front of Epcot. Yep. You know, and they do that overnight, which so, which is amazing. But back to Halloween, back to which Halloween. is where we started. So, so um well, hold on. Let's let's for those who haven't been, um you know, as Dave mentioned, it's it's one of the two seasonal special parties. Um, it is a separate ticketed event. So if you buy your ticket, uh, you can actually get in. The party technically starts at 7. Yep. But you can get in beginning at 4 p.m. So if you buy um, a ticket. Unless you're a vacation club member. Well, we're getting to that. <laughs> uh, if you buy a ticket, there's no need to go to a park that day. So Correct. usually for us, that's a day to spend at the pool. You, you sleep in a little late. You can get into the park starting at 4 p.m. The party lasts until midnight. So you can get a full eight hours in. The pricing on the ticket. Uh, depending upon when you go, it can be as little as $75, or if you go on, on Halloween itself, it's $125. <laughs> uh, so the pricing is flexible. The event is not held every night uh, because they actually do close the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Correct. To non-Halloween party guests. It's a smaller crowd. If capacity in the Magic Kingdom is 100000 they're probably only selling twenty five to 30000 tickets. So, uh, you know, your weights are less. Um and uh, as Dave mentioned, if you're a DVC, a Disney Vacation Club member, owner, uh, you can actually get in beginning at 2 p.m. this year. Yeah. So you get an extra two hours. So we laugh at the peasants waiting till 4 p.m. Right. Uh, yeah. And I, I'll tell you, uh, this was new to me. For I've, I haven't been to Halloween or Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party in a few years. But, um, you know, you separate tickets. So they, they bring you in. A, they, I don't want to say it's a different entrance, but they, they section off the entrances. So you you come in uh, a separate entrance, and then from there, when you came on the main street, you were directed into uh, what, what do we call that? I call it the chute, That's but good, good. The, the backstage sure. area to the right of uh, Main Street, which connects to the almost near Tomorrowland Terrace. So you um, go between between Tony's uh, Town Square. Yep, and the Hat Shop. Yes, there's a, a, a usually it's a cast members only area. Correct, uh, but it does open up. It's it's pretty wide. Uh, and it was built as a way when the when the nighttime parade would happen or when the fireworks would happen, they could shuffle people out of the park from the, the Tomorrowland area. Right. So they opened that up and they make that. It was very well themed. They had like a lot of like light up inflatable things and, and some uh, picture opportunities. Picture opportunities. Your first trick or treat stop. Um, and I, I like that. That was mm-hmm. nice to, to usher you in that way. Now see, that's how the girls came in. I was actually already in the park. Uh, and uh, what they do is they, if you're staying for the Halloween party, they give you a wristband. Correct. So your tickets don't work, um, but you you do get a, a wristband, and uh, that's how they know that you you belong. Uh, and what you get when you go through the chute, 
uh, or when you get your wristband, is they give you your trick-or-treat bag, Correct. which is a pretty good-sized bag, which already had a little bit of candy in it. Yep. And then they do set up multiple trick-or-treat stations throughout the park. Yep. Um, with some really good Mars, yeah, and it's candy. not you're know saying you're getting quality candy, Snickers bars. It's Mars M M&M and M sponsors Snickers, it. Twix, Lifesavers. Um, Dove. Now I have the the situation where my wife is allergic to nuts, mm-hmm. uh, so when you if you have a nut allergy or if you have any type of allergy towards that kind of candy, you tell the attendant and they give you a blue token, and then um, from there you uh, go to uh, it's the ticket office in Liberty Square yes. or at the town hall. At the town hall, no town hall, oh yeah, city hall, city hall, not city hall across the way. The other... Over where Tony's... Yes, over where Tony's... Tony's is. Yeah, over where Tony's... Yeah, yeah, we're not doing good here, folks. The the picture location. Yes, the old picture location. Where Tinkerbell and uh, Mickey have their meet and greet. Talking Mickey. Yes, and they give you uh, allergy-free, depending on your allergy, gluten-free. Like, so my wife Mm -hmm. was nut-free, so they gave her, you know, a bag full of of goodies that did not contain nuts. Was it a full bag? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. They they filled her bag. Okay. So that was... uh, you know, I think that's an excellent thing. You know, as we all know, Disney's very good at accommodating special needs, and I, I think that's excellent. So if you have a kid that's with you or anybody in or your an party, adult. yeah, an adult that has any type of allergy, you know, they're not excluded from trick or treating. Right, and and uh, and I think once the party gets into into full swing, it's uh, you know, it's great to see the cast members interact with people because yes. it's something they don't generally get to do. And we went to a candy distribution point over in. Um, goodness, over in Liberty, uh, over in. Uh, Tomorrow, Liberty Square. Square. I was gonna start naming lands over at the Harbor House. Yep, and uh, the cast members who were there, like they were just candy, candy. Yes. They were chanting and getting every time somebody walked into the line, they cheered. And then when you went in, they were fistfuls of candy. Yes, they, they, they took your bag from they, you and they threw fistfuls in. I always say one of the problems with the Halloween party is you go home with so much candy. Right. And that's funny because, you know, you're like, oh, what do you do with this? I always laugh because I say, man, the maids must never buy candy. Right. My, my suggestion if you're going to be there is go into one of the stores and buy something so that you have a bigger yes, Disney shopping bag, which they're no longer giving shopping bags out. You have to ask for them because correct. that's part of their environmentally friendliness. But if you need a Ziploc bag, here you go. <laughs> um yeah, I, I again, you get a lot of candy. I and think, it all depends because some cast members, some cast members want to give you fistfuls of candy. Yes, Isabel went through a line, and uh, what they do is they do two sides, and she tried to go over to the other side, and the woman looked at her and said, "If you want to uh, get candy from my partner, you have to come through the line again." And this woman was handing out one or two pieces of candy, uh, you know. So there are some cast members who take it a little too seriously, <laughs> and then there are cast members who just don't shoveling care, right? They're shoveling who, candy, who pretty into much their dump bag. every piece of candy they have in your bag. Um, other pluses are uh, character meet and greets. There's a uh, you know some friends you don't see very often. For like example, all seven dwarves. Yes, all seven dwarves together. Uh, we we had to wait. We waited an hour to see Moana because mm-hmm. that's the only spot you can see Moana. Right, and you know my daughter uh, wanted to see Moana, so we waited for her. Um, there's a lot of other, you know, Jack Sparrow, and the Jack Skeleton. The characters are in their Halloween costumes, correct? For the for the most part, which Mickey is and Minnie are like vampires. Dracula, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Pooh, Piglet, and Tigger are dressed like each other, uh, right? You know, or clowns depending on the year. Mm-hmm. Um, my, you know, I must say that that's that's my one big gripe with the party is you're there for eight hours. And the rides are less populated. So yep. Their wait times are low, with the exception of uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which had like a 45-50 minute wait. But you really have to make the decision uh, when you go to the party. Like, it's not bad if you're local. Like, there are a lot of locals there who are will go. There are a lot of locals. And they will, you know, they'll take a night and they'll just get pictures with characters. Right. 
and then they'll go the next time and they'll just do rides. If you're there for one night and you only have a limited time frame and you want to ride the rides, you want to see the three different shows, which we'll get into in a minute, and you want to meet characters... You know the wait. The wait. It's for, a hustle. The wait for Moana has been up to two, two and a half, yes. three hours. I've heard. You know, if you wait for that and then another hour for Seven Dwarfs and Snow White, you know that's four hours of your night. Yes. That's that's half the evening. You know, so you really have to make a decision. What do you want to do? Do you yeah. want to do rides? You you yeah. It's a, it's a definitely got to be a pre-planned event. You mm-hmm. know, you need to to know what you want to do and snipe them. You know, for us, we wanted to see Moana. We wanted to see the parade. Uh, they had a couple enhancements. To three of the rides, uh, Space Mountain was uh, the lights were shut off. It was hype, Deep Space Mountain, as they were calling it. The teacups had a, a Halloween theme lighting package with and some music. music, and then the pirates actually had live actor uh, pirates on the ride in the queue line out right, front. We were looking for Gunpowder gun powder Pete. Pete. Yep. Uh, and and I thought that was uh, so. I didn't ride Space Mountain because I it was amazing. I don't like Space Mountain to begin with because I have a tough time. Uh, you can't see the track, and with my neck injury from a long time ago, it bothers my neck. So to go through in total darkness, yeah, it was just even for even for me. I consider myself a veteran Space Mountain explorer, and I'm, I got the track down pretty good. I mm-hmm. usually know when the turn is coming, when and and you, again, you get whipped around because you had no bearing. Right, you know, it was complete. Literally, they and I was that was one of those things. Whoever came up with that idea in the meeting, you know, that was like genius. Like let's just shut the lights off. You know, <laughs> right. like wait, what? Yeah, so so I won't do that. Teacups, yeah, it was. It, it was. Cute. You walked by it because yeah, it was I, like, I, okay, I wrote it. yeah, yeah, we wrote okay. It. Um, but uh, pirates, really well done. Uh, there was a guy in the the night we went. There was a guy in the jail. Yep, uh, same and with he us. He was talking to people, and then as you were boarding uh, your your boat, there were people on each in each queue, and they had a little wanted poster, and they're like, you know, if you see Gunpowder Pete, you know, let us know, and you know, this is what he's wanted for. And they were, there's really a lot of interaction going on between guests and the characters. Side note, today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yar. And you did just I, talk I did. like a pirate. I did, because I'm Captain Tony. That's it. <laughs> and, uh, and then when you went through the ride, uh, and this is the first time I have ridden pirates since they uh, refurbished it and now got rid of the bride auction, and now we have the red-headed pirate. Uh, as you were going through that section on the bridge was Gunpowder Pete, and he too was interacting with people yes. uh, going through there. Now, I must say, uh, as a side note, the auction scene, okay, Red-Headed Pirate, good deal. But you know what? They changed it. With the pirates used to chant, we wants the Redhead, we wants the Redhead. And now they've changed it to, we wants the rum, we wants the rum. And it just completely didn't sound right to me. Yeah. And we went from womenizing, you know, womenizing to drinking. So right. yeah, you know, right. we're promoting the message now. <laughs> but um, I yeah, I, I actually I saw one of the pirates, and he had his uh, pistol in a Ziploc bag. There you go. See, yeah, you gotta yeah, keep yeah. from getting wet because pirates turned into a water ride during. Oh. we're getting way. And we are well, derailing. As, we here. are, but uh, pirates is part of their refurb. They also improved the cannon shots. Oh, God, that's what I'm saying. It, so you get yeah, wet right. on that ride. Now, yeah. I think they really might have to start distributing zip lines. Yes, it is. Pirates well. is getting to be more of a water ride. Right. Uh, but, uh, but back to the back, back where to we the go. Yeah, so back to the Halloween party. Another, uh, this is a longstanding character added. Is uh, In front of the Haunted Mansion, they've added a ghost. A lady sits out there. Very, very funny, very you know entertaining time to go out there. She acts you know like, like a ghost at the house. Um, another character that's added for the Halloween party. Um, and then uh, for the Halloween party, too, you're also looking at uh, a parade. 
a show, the Booty U Parade, and a fireworks. So the parade is called the Booty U, and U N U N U N U N U. Right. Happy Halloween. It's a short parade. Uh, there's only what like three floats that come. Yeah, by. it's not. But it is probably, in my mind, one of the most yes. stunning and visual parades that they do because it all starts off with the uh, headless horseman. Uh, riding down in a slow trot, yes, carrying now, his head. It used to be a full-on gallop until one, there was an accident. One horse took ago. out a few people. Right. And then. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then my favorite part of the parade is the uh, Haunted Mansion butlers, the yes, grave diggers. the grave diggers with their shovels with, with the sparks. Shovels and, and Yeah, yeah. It, it is. The parade is very good. We actually uh, we sat in Frontierland for it. We so kind of got over there. And actually, in Frontierland, they had a, the the do, the uh, – I was gonna call them the doo wop singers, but the uh, Dapper Dance. Yes, they were they were out there singing uh, as as cowboy ghosts. Mm-hmm. They were very entertaining, and also the uh, country bears were running around taking pictures. Oh, were they? So we were, we hung out there for a while. That's very cool. So when when you went, um, so after the headless horseman goes, uh, he is generally followed a couple seconds yes. later by, by the the, uh, the best the, you know the most daring job in the whole park the horseman pooper scooper yep. the who, thunderous applause who, exactly he did that our night too as he as soon as he started walking down with his little pail and shovel people were going nuts yep. and he was taking it all in yes, and yes. just waving to people <laughs> and you'd have thought that he was uh you know like mickey's best friend yes yeah it was actually it was a lady our night and it okay. was actually hilarious because the same thing she started coming into the place started cheering and people were like what is what is going on what is going on like what is that and you you know you laugh it's that poor girl's job to clean up the poop so uh you know, which is yeah, which is that yeah, happens. And yeah. I, I remember, remember, you know, remember the old days when you walked on the Magic Kingdom Main Street. You had to watch out for the poop right. with all the horses. Right. You know, you used to have to, but now, you know, not so much. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next show we're going to talk about is the Hocus Pocus uh, stage show, the Sanderson Sisters. Uh, I was not a big Hocus Pocus, even though it's kind of in my wheelhouse. It came out in 1993, uh, but uh, it was it. You know, back then it was something that the girls liked. Mm-hmm. So I never really—I don't think I've ever actually seen the movie. I've um, seen bits and pieces, but it's it's picked up a very big cult following in the past few years, and they featured it prominently in the in the. They have a stage show. They had spirit jerseys. They had a lot of merchandise, all themed for the movie. Yeah, I think this is the twentieth year the Sanderson sisters have been uh, at Walt Disney World yes. as part of their Halloween celebration. So, and then finally the uh, the fireworks show, um, which. I, I like. I'm a big fan of the the the, the ghost host comes in and narrates mm-hmm. and villains and fireworks all around. You know, not as good as the Fourth of July, but obviously that's you know that's what the Fourth of July is about. It's fireworks, right. but it's still a very good show. I will tell you that you know when I mentioned earlier making decisions. Uh, by that point, Cheryl and Lily had gone back to the room uh, because we had a six o'clock flight, which means we had to leave for the airport at three thirty in the morning. And um, Isabel and I were out, and we we tried to find a spot to watch the fireworks and we just couldn't find that right spot and she looked at me and said let's go on some rides yeah so, we uh we strategically p- positioned ourselves in tomorrowland mm-hmm. so that as soon as the last shot went we could you know as soon as the grand finale happened we could hit space and Mountain. the grand finale is amazing yeah it's and it, a, it worked i think it's like a 180 degree finale it worked i mean as soon as the you know the, the finale happened we had it over and uh Katie walked onto Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. I child swapped a second later, and it was it was a good call. But if you're there for the special events, the parade or the fireworks, is a good time to hit the busier rides. Yes, it is. If you're if you're there for the rides, right. So, and if you're there for the fireworks, watch the fireworks. Watch the fireworks. And then the the last big part of the party is this is the first year they've had specialty snacks. Yes, a lot of them, and they had a, a ton of them, yes. and they were not available. 
at every location. Correct. So you had to go to certain... You had to work for it. You had to, go, you had to find out where the snack was available, and then you had to head over there like the uh, Hitchhiking Ghosts Cream Puff was only available in Aloha Isle, right. which is what I had. Um, but some of the things they had this year, uh, they had a not-so-poison apple cupcake. That was the, that, I believe that was the uh, featured dessert. Was it? Yes. Uh, I will take your word for that. They had pumpkin cheesecake. They had caramel stuffed pretzels, worms and dirt. They had a zero. Here, here's your Jack Skellington. Yes. Yeah. They had the zero waffle sundae uh, available in uh, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, they had the Jack Skellington push push cake pop. They had the Madame Leota dessert, which was a tart. They had the Oogie Boogie Meringue. The Maleficent dessert, which looks very cool. Uh, it was a lime, the lime, the new lime ice cream yep. that they're using for the Peter Pan drink. Yes. Um, served inside of a black cone with sugar and chocolate horns. Yes. Looks very cool. And then, you know, candy corn ice cream uh, and candy corn milkshake. They did have two food items that were not snacky. And that was the Munster Smash Burger. Yes. And the second one was the Hades Nachos, which were nachos served with buffalo chicken in, uh, I want to say, Tortuga Tavern. Okay. Or, or, or Pico's Bills. I thought it was Pico's Bills, but Bills. yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right. Tortuga Tavern is a candy station. Yeah. So uh, served at Pico's Bills, and then you can use their topping station to add to yes. it. And I heard those were very good. I, I saw them, but did not have them. Well, that's, so, I'm surprised. Yes, Dave, I know. Uh, Dave's losing weight. I am. He looks much thinner on the radio. Thank you. I do. I have the face for radio, so I'm just trying to keep it thin. So, so that's that's pretty much an overview and, on the Halloween party. And uh, you know, what we didn't mention is you can wear costumes. Yes, there's a strict new costume policy put into place. Uh, years ago, you used to be able to wear pretty much whatever you wanted. Uh, now it's you know no masks, no covering of the face, uh, no weapons, no weapons, no uh, no, no, no no pretend weapons, yep. no real weapons. Um. And I, I believe, too, they restricted some of the Disney costumes to children only. So they don't want you coming in, you know, dressed in your full Peter Pan outfit. Right. Uh, where, Again. You know, right. Yeah. You know, one time. And they bring in a security tone. Mm-hmm. One time. So, uh, you know, what we do, I'm not a fan of the costumes. They get bulky. They get annoying. Um, you know, for obviously, for your children, that's a different story. Right. Uh, but what we always do for the adults is try, like, a T-shirt type thing where, like, uh, last time we went with a group of us, we all did, like, a matching. Everyone did a different superhero logo mm-hmm. T-shirt. You know, right. just so. Yeah, uh, there are some people who, who go all out. All out. I saw a group dressed like the paintings in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's cool. Everybody was one of the paintings, and they were good. That's know? cool. And so, then there are some people who, you know. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> they just they don't even try. Right. But you can still trick-or-treat. No matter what you're wearing, you still yes. get a trick-or-treat. Just tell them when you're a tourist. It's a yep. Great costume. Excellent. So, so that's it. All right. That's another exciting show. Yeah. And uh, until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And, and we're, we're Two, two dudes, dudes Talking Disney. Disney.